eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Bucknutters. It is Thursday, July 28th, 2022. I am Dan Rubin. This is the Bucknuts Morning 5 and Change, joined obviously live by Mark Porter and Bill Curlick. If you're watching on YouTube, the Book of Face, or Twitter, please give us a like, a five-star review, subscribe, whatever they're asking you to do that can possibly help us. Believe me, people, we need it. I am not wearing black today to uh, go to a funeral or anything, though. The recruiting trail has been rough for a couple days. We are going to break this all down. You're going to get a lot of Bill coming in with facts and Mark coming in with analysis. That's how we usually do it. More often than not, we are talking about positivity. Ohio State had a run here for about a month where it felt like we got everybody. Now it feels like... Uh, there's an issue. I'm not sure I could put my finger on it, but things aren't going that well. Bill, good morning. And I got to ask you, you didn't expect Caleb Downs to commit, but has something gone wrong? Uh, there are people on the front row, our premium message board, trying to draw a thread through. Caleb Downs not coming here. John Walker committing later today to the University of Central Florida. Talk of Noah Rogers defecting. Talk of Dijon Johnson defecting. Is this is this just a series of individual events, or do you feel like there's a thread going here? No, I do think you have to take them individually. And I've always said every recruit is different. Um, you know what is is good for one recruit may not be so good for another recruit. They they make their decisions. Uh, based on what is best for themselves in virtually all cases. And, you know, with Caleb Downs, um, him picking Alabama, I mean, you know, you look at the situation and he, he is from that region of the country. Um, you know, they've recruited him with their current staff generally longer than Ohio State has. I mean, you've got almost an entire new defensive staff recruiting and, you know, you, you take a look at Ohio State's defense the last couple of years, and it hasn't been great, to say the least. Um, you know, one of the things that Ohio State has done a really good job of, of is that 
saying, all right, you can be the next so-and-so if you come to Ohio State. For instance, Brandon Ennis, you can be the next Jackson Smith in Jigba if you come to Ohio State, and that's a good next to be. He's going to be a high first-round draft choice. Uh, with Ohio State's defense, you haven't had that opportunity much in recent years to say, hey, you can be the next so-and-so going in the top 10 in the NFL draft. So I think we need to give uh, Jim Knowles a little time to get Ohio State. He hasn't had his first defense hit the field yet. And I think once they do, and once they perform well, like I think they're going to, that'll help a lot. Mark, we were talking before the show. You think this is a very good, there's a very good chance this is a case of people taking the NL, NIL money up front rather than later. Because one thing we've seen about Ohio State, they are not going to be the top bidder upon entry. Yeah, I think we've done a good job of talking about how Ohio State's going to play the slow game right now and show players that once you get here and develop, there's bigger money down the road. Uh, we got to back up a step and say that, you know, when college guys graduate, they get an agent and they get educated and they get guided through the process because you can get taken advantage in the world of NFL contracts. You know, now rookie contracts are pretty standard, but this NIL money is wild, wild west money. OK, it's funny money. It doesn't exist. Sometimes it does exist that there's no one really monitoring it. There's no agent helping the families. There are naive and ignorant people, for lack of a better word that are gonna get taken advantage of by NIL promises, okay? So what might be happening now, why it doesn't make sense is there may be money on the table for these players that would take them away from a place like Ohio State with a nice secure future of development and down the road success where, hey, they're promising me X amount of money up front, but please read the details. That is not what they're probably gonna get. You know, just like we saw with the quarterback who came up uh, from Texas last year, Quinn Ours, he had this big deal well, he's not at Ohio State a year later. What happened to that deal? How does it work? What was the wording in the contract? Does someone still have to pay him? There are things like that going on where kids are going to get lured because they have problems today. They have bills at their house that are due today. They have bills at their house that are past due three months ago. And they can't bet on my kid maybe will get injured or whatever down the road and get this money. They're saying we're going to take it now. And guess what? We're going to take it again in three years, too. So they're thinking they're going to get greedy on both ends. And I think that's what we're seeing here is a lot of families that say, yeah, that, that long game sounds smart, but we're going to double dip. We're going to take the upfront money and then we're going to get you again when we go to the NFL or whatever it is. And we're going to develop on our own and not take the security of something like an Ohio State, an institution that is just like a, a, a company that's been proven for years and years to produce. And I know you guys just said recent history, defense, whatever, but in, in all of history, the production's mind-numbingly at the top of the charts. So it's hard to sell that now. I, I joked with uh, a couple college coaches. We were walking through the facilities. The facilities are almost like a casino. They're made of gold, okay? And the coaches' contracts are millions and millions of dollars. And I said, you know, this is the nicest this facility will ever be because the money's not going to the facility anymore. The money's going to start going to the players. And the money's not going to go to the coaches as much. It's going to start going to the players. So this is going to take a while to evolve, but if this NCA doesn't get a handle on these NIL deals and put in some type of uh, rookie contract or, or follow on the NFL's footsteps, we have a couple of years of doing podcasts every week and just shaking our head and saying, 
here's another example of X, Y, and Z not making sense to us in a normal recruiting world or recruiting universe where Alabama, Ohio State, Clemson, Georgia, the pecking order where these lower schools are picking off great players. And, you know, we can talk about the bust rate later and how that may or may not work out for them. But, boy, I mean, John Walker, uh, the quarterback going to Tennessee, the, the guys being bought out of the portal, we're laying down a, a foundation of circumstances that this could repeat next year times 10. So, Bill, hold on a sec. I'm going to come to you in one sec, Bill, but I just want to say one quick thing here. I guarantee it might be 24-7 sports. I could see The Athletic, even someone like the New York Times doing this. About eight to ten months from now, when the, when the, when the bills come due, meaning this class has gone through and they should have been paid, you're going to get an expose with a bulleted thing of guys, listed of names, what they were promised, what they actually got, what they were promised, what they actually got. Okay. And so I'll guarantee you, Ohio state's not going to be part of that article. Okay. Because they're not doing the upfront um, lottery winners. Okay. So what's going to happen is a combination of two things. Some of those guys aren't going to get paid and some of those guys aren't going to be good enough to justify the payment they got in the first place. So there's going to be a double whammy on those kids. You think you're under a lot of pressure now as a high-profile recruit that can't get on the field? Wait till you're a high-profile recruit that can't get on the field that has a that's driving around Instagram on a Hummer and it's flashing cash that they got. People will be like, dude, you can't play. So there's going to be a negative impact of that. So this, to me, is Ohio State kind of biting their lip at the beginning and maybe not getting a couple guys they would have gotten. But I really honestly believe, and Mark was giving me a hard time saying, before the show that NIL has no effect early on. I can see it, but long-term this is going to pair out the pretenders in my opinion. And I think the actual road to the NFL is going to get even more important when you start to look at uh, how the money gets laid out, Bill. Yeah, your I wanna, thoughts. I want to piggyback on that. What Mark said and, and on what you just said, Dan, it is a little bit starting to surface already. Remember last year's, class, you know, was a part of the NIL. So they have been there. That class has been there a year and word is starting to get out a little bit that maybe these things didn't materialize exactly like was promised. And, and, you know, that's already starting to get out there a little bit and it's going to get out there more in the future and it's going to happen. Let me piggyback, piggyback on that as we use the word piggyback more times than we're legally allowed. If you think people like transferring for lack of playing time, wait till you see them transfer when they think you didn't pay them the money they were supposed to get, okay? That is a different animal entirely. So, Or, or you, or you paid my roommate all this money, and I'm starting over him, and he's sleeping in today, and he's you know yeah. got the bends outside, and I took his job because while he was rolling around, I was getting busy. Uh, the other thing I'll say about this is the bust rate in the NFL first round draft picks is about 50%. It is. The bust rate for every college class coming in is about 50%. Mm -hmm. So you bring in 20 guys, 10 of them aren't going to make it. They're going to miss their girlfriend, go home, get hurt, not be able to handle academics, get beat out, transfer. A lot of reasons only 10 of 20 will make it, and we all know them. Uh, what the NFL has done, and they're a big business, and I expect college football to copy this thing, is they have a salary cap, $150 million or whatever it is, and they have a rookie cap. And the owner is going to write a check for $150 million for that cap every year. Some you know, NFL franchises, the Bengals, don't always use all of their salary cap, which blows my mind. 
But anyways, they know that 75 million of that is set on fire. And it's just wasted players, bust, injuries, guys quitting, DUIs. It's and you would if you were a normal business guy, you'd 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 go nuts at night going, Oh my god, I just said 75 million dollars. And these guys are running around in town and all these cars and things, and they're not doing anything productive for our team. That's called this business. And you're gonna get a bunch of boosters that put five or ten million dollars into a pool and they say, just go golfing. Don't worry about what five million's wasted, what five million's good spent. Just Keep going and, you know, working at your doctor's office and sending those checks every year or whatever. But I think there's going to be places that operate like an NFL thing where, hey, we have an $8 million pool. We have a $2 million pool to give out. And, yes, half of it is money set on fire, literally, to kids who won't appreciate it, will stop working the second they get it, to families that will flaunt it, everything that would be annoying to a football program. I But I think that may be a reality that, None of us want to see. It's not good for sports. It's not good for the game. Uh, and you sound like the old guy getting off my lawn doing that. But this young generation, these new, you know, minds, it's not the way we think. And it's not our world. You know, it's a competitive world of we want it now and today. And, and I think a college coach said the other day, a history for these kids is five minutes ago on their phone. And we've talked about in the past, um, the, the, the NCAA, and we mentioned it today, the NCAA has to figure this out. They've got to get some rules in place in the next year or two or whatever. But <laughs> the way the NCAA works and in all this, who knows when they're going to figure it out and if they're going to get it right. So we'll the see. Answer, that, that full disclosure article that may come from a press source needs to come from the NCAA. That needs to be something documented in your office from Ohio State. Hey, here's what we promised. Here's what we delivered. And like you say, now the truth comes out about these things. But, you know, I, I don't know how you police 127 schools. It's hard to police 32 NFL teams. No, there's going to be a scapegoat. That's what I mean. There's going to be a couple schools that have gone overboard that are going to get thrown into the media as like the salacious guy or the drunkest guy at the bachelor party. And uh, that doesn't go over too well. You know that guy. The guy who always actually thinks he's making a connection, but um, <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a great he's way not, to describe. Sorry, sorry, my my, I'm in Las Vegas. Uh, another article that's going to be written is there's going to be teams that fold down the stretch uh, in late in games, and you're going to hear they have chemistry issues, and those chemistry issues are going to be like guys upset that other dudes are making more money than them, and you know usurping them on the depth chart. Then the question is, are guys going to, are coaches going to now make depth chart decisions based on how you get paid? Because let me tell you something about the NFL. If you're a first round draft pick, you have the benefit of the doubt. Okay. They're going to try and get your butt on the field to make your investment look good. Even though every single year, the number one, if you look up the NFL in playing time, the, uh, uh, by round, the first round is first and college free agents is second every year. So it's an inexact science, man. And now that inexact science has been brought down a level four years earlier and we're supposed to be more exact and pay them can of worms, man. It's going to be, it's going to be ridiculous. All right, Bill, bring us up to speed on these dudes who are looking elsewhere. Uh, Let's start with Dijon Johnson and then maybe we'll take a break and come back and uh, have a little bit more misery. Yeah. He, uh, as we've been talking about this on, uh, on Bucknuts and on the front row for, you know, gosh, I don't know, a week now, whatever. 
Uh, Florida's making a, a, a strong run at him. Corey Raymond, their cornerbacks coach, is an excellent recruiter, and he is has been and is recruiting him. It, that's going to be a, a really difficult one for Ohio State to hang on to. They're working it. They're on top of it. Uh, but obviously, Florida is is where D. John Johnson is from. He's from. He's in the Tampa area and all. Um, you know, obviously, High State also has three other cornerbacks committed. They've got four total. Uh, it, you know, again, you know, we've talked about this on the front row. Uh, keeping him from flipping to Florida is a major task for Ohio State, and we'll see what happens. Um, you know, you've got Perry Eliano working on it. You've got Tim Walton and the High State staff working on it, and you got Corey. Raymond working hard with the home state advantage, so to speak. So uh, the feeling was is that if a high state can keep him in the class this week, and I wrote about this maybe on uh, beginning of the week, if they can keep him in the class for the rest of this week, they've got a good chance, a pretty good chance of keeping him in the class uh, till they sign him. But keeping him in the class this week is is the the issue. We'll see. Um, there, and part of the reason is that is that, you know, once they go back, get past this week, all focus is going, visits are going to stop for a while and all focus switches to training camp, uh, fall camp and the season and all and off of recruiting. So we'll, we'll see what happens. Uh, Noah Rogers, the wide receiver. Well, yeah, Jane, Jane, you said you might want to take a break after the no, no, go ahead. Okay. Not once you bring up Noah Rogers, there's no breaks when it comes to Noah <laughs> Rogers. Well, you know, he, um, he has been and continues to be recruited by North Carolina State. His best friend is Lex Thomas, the quarterback commitment for NC State. They go to the beach together and all that kind of stuff. Uh, they did so again fairly recently with some other NC State-related guys, and they're continuing to recruit him. Right now, I, it hasn't been established if, if Noah Rogers might get back to North Carolina State this week or not. We'll see. But that one is going to be a one that, you know, you're, it's going to go all the way through to signing day. He, you know, who does he actually sign with? He is still committed to North Carolina State, and you've got the best in the business. Uh, or he's still he's still uh, committed to Ohio State, and you've got the best in the business, uh, Brian Hartline and Keenan Bailey, continuing to recruit him for Ohio State. Uh, you know, but again, NC State's going to recruit him all the way until he – he signs, uh, and hopefully for Buckeye Nation, it's with Ohio State fans. But that that's not, to me, a flip that's going to happen anytime soon. It's just something to keep an eye on. The NC State is not going to back off uh, recruiting uh, Rodgers. You know, and Ohio State is not going to stop recruiting him until they sign him. Yeah, we'll take a quick break after this. I want to make one quick comment on this. What I think you're also going to see happen with the NIL and what's going to happen later today when John Walker commits is let's say you're NC state and you don't have the, you know, X million dollar coffers that Ohio state has. You can at the end of the process, go to the number one player in your state and go, Hey, we're writing you this big check and you're going to be the, the jewel of the class. They could do that for Noah Rogers. Central Florida is not going to pay everybody in their class what they're going to pay John Walker. You know what I'm saying? Florida, the University of Florida may have gotten to the end of this cycle, getting beat down. It's like, look, we need to go get D. John John. They can go to a donor and be like, write us a big individual check. Now, I'm not saying that's going to happen forever, but that could be happening in this case. 
Bill, you've let me know that you think, I mean, John Walker, I have to believe there's some NIL involved there. I have to believe. It means I believe that. We're going to take a quick break, come back. Those of you on the pod can get a soda or something, and we'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, we are back. We're going to try and I'm looking at the comments number and it's at 50 and we haven't answered. So there's no way we're going to get to all these questions, but we will give it a shot. Let's start at the top. So there's a lot of that. that that's, uh, let's see here. All right, Bill, Larry Ventresco messed up the last name. I believe he's talking about Odell Thurman's son, Jelani. Good morning, Bucknutters. How committed is Jelani Thurman to us since he's visiting Auburn? Bill, you touched on that earlier, a little quick one on that. Yeah, in fact, uh, as we were at the break there, I was just kind of thinking that uh, maybe the next guy we need to touch on is Jelani Thurman because, gosh, he's a, he's a tremendous tight end. And the word is is that uh, he's looking to go to Auburn's event this weekend. We'll see if that actually happens. Um, but that's, you know, that's the word that he's looking to go there. Obviously, you know, Kevin Wilson did a fantastic job uh, of recruiting Jelani Thurman. And obviously, you know, he knows what's going on. He's on top of things. And uh, the goal is to obviously keep him in the class with, with Thurman and Ty Lockwood, no school in the country has a better combination of 2000 tight ends mm-hmm. at Ohio state. And, and those are guys that they really want to keep in the class and, you know, we'll, we'll see, but, Obviously, uh, if he makes it to Auburn, you know, that that uh, sends the red flags up a little bit more. We'll see. Bill, you know, we- Bill just said something that Ohio State has the best two tight ends combo coming in the class. Well, that may be working against you with a player like Thurman where, hey, if I go to Auburn, I'm the only tight end in the class. And, I, and not that I'm afraid of competition, but I got enough competition with kids ahead of me already and kids coming in behind me that, Boy, bringing in two guys that are really close to being NFL ready, I think these kids look at it and say that, you know, we both can't play at the same time, so I'm immediately at a 50-50. And my best scenario is a 50-50 maybe. So it, sometimes that works against you. And as Bill was saying that, I'm like, ah, that may be your reason. Basil Kalani. I hope I pronounced that correctly. I know Alabama is Alabama, but they don't seem to be affected at all with this, all this NIL drama. If anything, they are killing it on the recruiting trail. Uh, look, as I said this yes, uh, Tuesday on the show, Alabama is the gold standard right now. Everybody's fighting for number two right now. That's just, you got to look in the mirror and be honest with yourself. I know that doesn't feel good as a buck nutter, but let's just be honest. Alabama is the top dog, so... A guy going to Alabama, I, I just have a hard time getting exercised about that. If you have an offer from Alabama, it's like we've said. The guys who have offers from Alabama, Ohio State, and Georgia, they're just in college to get ready to go to the NFL anyway. There's a limited number of those guys, and and a lot of that's regional and stuff. But 
I, I just cannot get fired up about a guy choosing Alabama over Ohio State, given the fact it's just an incredible opportunity. And, you know, you can't – their track record, and I guess I'm pretty sure every guy who's gone there for about the last decade has played in at least two championship games. I mean, come on, man. Let's call it straight. Let's just – let's aim to be more like them um, from a recruiting standpoint rather than uh, – Usually usually what you hate most about your rival is they're usually identical to you. And that's what you hate most about them is they do all the things you do. They have everything you have. Uh, there's no way to really knock them off their pedestal. And, and, and really, Ohio State and Alabama are equals. They, they feel the same way when kids go to Ohio State. You know, like, what can you say? They went to Ohio State. It's not like they went to Kent or, you know, YSU or, you know, really dropped down. And, and, and to piggyback on, on that, Dan, what you said, uh, Alabama was killing it. For about the past seven years, right? Long before the NIL came into right. event. You know, how many years in a row before the NIL did Alabama have the country's number one class? The answer would be a whole bunch. Yeah. So this isn't killing it because of the NIL, for sure. Bill, this has been a common uh, refrain on the uh, message boards and is definitely going to be discussed as we put everything in, in context here. Grant Nicole related to Mandy Nichol at one point in time, best looking girl in my high school class, senior year. But anyway, uh, Grant, what happened with the final official visit weekend? It looks like we are only going to land four of the 12 uncommitted recruits that visited on that weekend. Now people are after Ohio State's quality of red carpet bill. Did something go wrong? Or like I, or like we discussed earlier, is just case by case. Well, I think it's case by case, but also, um, if you look at that list of the 12 that the person referring to, those kids were all pretty much from the South out of the Ohio state region. You know, a lot of them were from Georgia. I think uh, if I remember right, six of them may have been from Georgia, at least five, maybe six from Georgia. Um, not easy. You know, you, you know that it's going to be a little bit, you're not going to land all six kids from Georgia. That's just not going to happen. So, you know, I, I think, uh, realistically if they could have landed half of them that would have been a spectacular job so uh you know we'll see and you know we've had a lot of negative things here let's kind of real quick i got to touch on something that is positive here that's possibly positive to happen is high state has had for a while now two quarterbacks on their radar they really need a quarterback in this class um austin novasad and brock glenn and there is a re very reasonable chance one of them could be committed to Ohio State by the end of this weekend or soon thereafter. Um, you know, they, they've really gone hard after Novasad. They may not get him. But Florida State has not closed the deal on Brock Glenn. And Ohio State uh, also likes him. And if Novasad doesn't decide by this weekend or if Ohio, or if he, Ohio State feels that they're not going to maybe get him, it wouldn't be at all shocking if Brock Glenn were soon to commit to Ohio State. So they could possibly have their quarterback for the 2023 class. Both of those kids are good players, and Ohio State needs a QB in this class really bad. You know, we discussed that before the show. We've almost now started to take for granted the fact that Ohio State can go out and get a future NFL quarterback almost like in a weekend. And really, that's going to be the most important thing for your team going forward. The reason... I mean, believe me, uh, we want Ohio State to win at, at Bucknuts. Let's not mince words on that. 
But the re- one of the reasons I sleep good at night is knowing they're going to have a stud quarterback at Ohio State in perpetuity here as long as Ryan Day is here. You can take shots at anything you want, but what they've done at quarterback is staggering. And so that's the lifeblood of your program. Let's just be on top of that. I mean, they're going to have the advantage in the league this year because they have the much better quarterback. They definitely have talent around them, but they're always going to be good at quarterback. And, um, you know, I just think literally, I mean, we called the last show, the sky is not falling. I don't know what we're going to call this show. Maybe the earth and the sky are meeting at some kind of crazy point in the middle here. But, um, Let's talk about one name, Bill, that may lend some positivity to this and then get out of here. I think we're in for a long, long dance here with who's going to be the most, let's say, high-profile guy left in the recruiting class, and that is Mateo Uyungale. Can you give everybody the update on that and let them know we are in for a long one here? Yeah, that one's not going to play out anytime soon. He's still uh, wanting to take official visits. Uh, Those are not going to happen again until at least early September. Um, you know, I, I would not be at all surprised if that one doesn't play out until uh, National Signing Day in December. It's, it's going to be a while, at least. You know, High State is absolutely in it. And it, it, if they could manage to land him, I think a, a lot of people, you know, there, <laughs> there would be a, a lot of people that uh, have changed their feelings from what they are right now, you know. And again, I think that uh, sometimes people forget how good some of the kids that committed early to Ohio State are. That's just the way it all, and I've been doing this 35 years now, and that's always the way it is. You kind of forget, uh, if they were to land Luke Montgomery today, uh, all the great things, well, he's just as good now. In fact, he's better now than when he committed. So uh, they've got some really good players in the class. They've just got to add to it still. And keep a few of these guys in it, Buckeye Nation hopes. Definitely appreciate Mark and Bill stopping by. I hope you guys got something out of that discussion. Um, Very spirited on NIL and what's going on. The sky is not falling. Also, keep in mind, Dave Biddle, Steve Hellwagon, and Pat Murphy were in Indy the last two days getting you all the best information from Big Ten Media Days. Tons of stuff from Ryan Day, etc. Players coming up. All that video is on there now. Definitely check it out. We appreciate these guys stopping by. Remember to have a good one, Bucknutters. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.